I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride. Hi, welcome to the Coco Express Show's Village Mirror Etiquette Program. Etiquette is essential. Lesson number four. I know many of you are saying another lesson. Yes, another lesson. What we're going to try to do at this particular time is we're going to try to incorporate everything that we discussed in the past three lessons and put them in um, a mock scenario so that you can really see how etiquette, civility, I can't even talk, civility and manners kind of tie in to a situation so you have a better understanding and see how it's applied. You may also see that you have been practicing this naturally and didn't even know it. So with that in mind, let's begin. We're going to begin by talking about two different types of situations. And the primary factor in these two types of situations would be the invitation. You're going to receive an invitation to meet with friends, to go out to dinner, to come to someone's house for dinners. Invitations across the board, regardless of the, the event, you have to respond to them right away. Don't sit on it because they have um, tried to figure out how many people are going to come to the event and they try to figure out that number to decide what they're going to purchase and how much of that they're going to purchase and how many seats they're going to need and how many people are going to attend the event. And if it's something that's coming out of their pocket that you don't have to pay for, then that can be a loss of money for them. So let's be kind and considerate and always RSVP as soon as possible so that you will not cause your hosts any kind of loss. Now, With that in mind, we're going to stop there and we're going to move forward to getting to the event. Now, if it is at someone's home and they have invited you over to dinner for a dinner party, please do not come empty handed. I've said this before on my previous podcast when we discussed the table game and we talked about being at the table and what you need to do. So we're going to just do this briefly, but we're tying in manner, civility, and etiquette in this particular podcast episode. Now, the reason for you coming to the home of this person with a gift is just a way of saying thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for considering me or, you know, thinking of me enough to invite me over to your home. Not everybody likes to have people come into their home. So you can consider that as an honor and you can show that by bringing over a small gift. You don't have to do anything elaborate. You could bring flowers. You can bring a bottle of wine. You can bring an extra dessert or their favorite candy or something that you know that they will really enjoy. Also, please note, find out what the dress code's going to be because you wouldn't want to step up in an event in an evening gown and everybody's doing a pool party. 
That's just something. Unless that's how you get down. If that's how you roll, then then so be it. But it's always helpful to just ask, you know, if you need to come dressed a particular way for this particular event. That's the dinner party. And we'll discuss that later right now. We're discussing an outdoor engagement at uh, an establishment. So the thing about that is when you're going to an establishment, please make sure that you arrive early. This is not for the sake of the host. This is for your sake, for your well-being. I have had several situations where I was going to an event and something happened on the way. I've run my stockings. I've had a car splash water on me and my clothes are wet. Um... You know, little things have happened where I didn't get a chance to put all my makeup on and I looked a little flustered because I was rushing to get there. When you get there early, it gives you the opportunity to go into the restroom and pull yourself together. That's what that's the only reason. You pull yourself together, you can freshen up a little bit in the restroom and calm your nerves and calm yourself down because I don't know about you, but no one wants someone to come to the table all erratic and oh my goodness. Blah, blah, blah. No, we want to have, a, you know, unless that is the, the group of people that you're hanging around with, they have that kind of energy level. But if not, you want to be calm because you can really sit down and eat food and you don't want to be nervous or flustered or just, come, you know, out of sorts about anything. So that is my reason also. One last thing, you need to wash your hands before you eat. So that also gives you the opportunity to wash your hands as well. And that is the primary reason why I say arrive early. It's for your sake, your benefit. When you get there and you see the group of people that have been invited to this particular um, eating engagement, greet them. We've already talked about introductions and greetings and handshakes. So depending on the situation, if it's like a group are going to meet at a certain location, then you're going to walk over to a location to eat or you're going to meet at the establishment in the lobby or something. And then you're going to go to your tables. That is a good time to greet people and shake hands. Don't do the handshakes at the table because that is just not the environment for shaking hands. You can just say, hi, it's a pleasure meeting you. You know, once you're introduced, it's really nice meeting you and just move forward or just nod your head when you're being introduced. Depends on how the host is going to introduce you. The host runs the show when it comes to the table game. Someone is always going to lead. The host will lead at the table. Now, when you get to the table... Gentlemen, hello, gentlemen, hello. Please remember to help seat the ladies in their chairs. Pull out the chair for them, help them with their coats, and then make sure you just help them in the chair and push the chair in gently. That's all. It's just that simple. And you move forward, make sure that the host, she's seated. And once the host is seated and everyone is sitting down, then If the host picks up her napkin from the table and puts it on her lap, that's an indication that you should do the same. So now that you have your napkin on your lap and you're sitting at the table and you're talking and such, depending on the nature of this eating scenario, you may have a way to come around and ask everyone for their their, um, menu items 
or the menu items may have already been decided prior to um, coming to the engagement when it was all being set up when you received the RSVP, or it will be family style or buffet style. Those are the different um, situations you may encounter when you go to an um, an outdoor, not outside, but outside your home eating event. Forgive me because I have different names for different things and I'm trying to remember. Uh, so once you have that established, let's just say we're going to have family style or we're going to have the way to bring the, the already decided menu items to our table. So that eliminates some of the extra activities involved and keeps you close to the table seated. With the family style, that means all the food is in the middle of the table and the food will be passed around the table. Food always goes from the left to the right, so it's going to go around the table clockwise so that if one meal is picked up, one meal item, one dish is picked up, it's passed around the table. For example, the dinner rolls. Someone picks up the dinner rolls, they take out one and they pass it along. If there's no tongs in the dinner roll, just pick up the one from the top. Don't go fishing in the rolls trying to find the right one. That is a no-no. Please, please, by all means, do not do that. That is just trifling. Don't do it. Pass the, the dinner rolls to the next person. Let them take theirs and so forth until it goes around the table, and then it goes back into the center of the table. And the next item um, will probably be coming around the table as well. By all means, take enough for you. Don't take enough for two, three people on your plate because it's being passed around. Just, you know, just use common sense when you're um, putting food on your plate. You're going to have um, at the table also, other than your plate, you may have um, two forks, two, two spoons, a knife. Uh, those, that would give you an indication of what kind of meal it's, what kind of meal um, it's going to be. If it's going to be a one course, two course, three course, four course, the different courses, the um, number of um, utensils will give you that indication. Once, you know, that's established, uh, let's just say you're going to have salad. The salad fork will be the smaller fork of the two larger forks. You have your um, main course fork, a salad fork, and sometimes there's a seafood fork. Oh, I've neglected to mention Gentlemen, ladies, please do not, do not tuck that napkin in your collar or in your dress or blouse. Do not do that unless you are having seafood. Seafood has, they have special um, bibs for seafood when you're going to eat seafood. If you're not eating seafood, please put that napkin on your lap and, and just let it go at that. And just be mindful of how you're eating your food so that you don't get food all over your clothing. Simple. Now, going back to the utensils. Now, you may find that you have uh, two spoons as well, a teaspoon and a larger spoon. The larger spoon is for soup. It is a soup spoon. And basically, if you're going to have soup with your meal, that's the spoon that you use, the larger spoon. The smaller spoon is teaspoon. The teaspoon is usually used for um, having tea or coffee so that you can put the sugar and stir. They have um, particular spe specific spoons 
um, for when you're having a, when you're at a tea party. But that's another that's another story for another day. In this case, no. Now the knife that you have placed there, um, that's the knife that you will use to cut things like um, turkey and, and and salad and stuff of that nature. If you're having steak. Depends on the size of the steak. They will also, when they bring you your steak, they will bring you a steak knife, which is usually a little sharper with serrated edges on it to be able to cut through the meat without too much of an effort. So that's how that goes. So you have your meal. You understand which utensil to use. And now it's conversation time. You're going to have conversation time at the table regardless. And my suggestion and recommendation is to steer clear of sensitive topics. Sensitive topics can be, can always be categorized as religion and politics. Those two particular topics seem to rub people wrong and they get very emotional. And you don't need emotions at the table at all. So what are the things that we don't need to be doing at the table? We do not need to have emotions at the table. We do not need to be reaching all over the table to um, grab something because we could have um, an accident that will cause a spill. And we do not need to be talking about uh, religion or politics unless the host starts the suggestion or starts the conversation with something of that nature. I usually try to stick with things that are comfortable and um, easy to get into so that everyone would be able to participate in the conversation and dialogue. And I usually start with, if depending on how long you've known the individuals who are at the table, you can start with an event that you all experienced together and, you know, talk about how much fun it was or what was the most humorous moment um, that happened with that event. That's a good way to talk about family. You can talk about so many other things. There's so many other things to discuss when you're at the table. But table talk is good. And that is where you, you get to learn about yourself. You get to learn about people and their viewpoints and some of their hobbies. Just so many different things that you can learn while you're at the table, while you're sitting and eating and congregating. One thing that you shouldn't do is you should not, I repeat, do not have your electronic device on the table. If you are expecting an important call, let the people at the table know and you can leave your phone on the table so that way they know that you're expecting an important call. When that call comes in, excuse yourself from the table, please. And just go to another place um, in the restaurant or go step outside where you can have that confidential conversation and then you come back to the table. And that is just showing proper manners and that's just showing civil behavior. Now... If you need to get up from the table for any reason, it's to go to the restroom or just to, for example, it's the host birthday and no one's supposed to know that you ordered a special cake and you want the cake delivered. Or if you're having dinner and you want to propose to your fiance and you want the waiter or waitstaff to um, bring that special item for you, you can excuse yourself and go take care of those particular kinds of things. And it's just that simple. Just excuse yourself from the table and keep moving forward. And that is kind of how it's going to go. Always remember to be polite to the wait staff. They are not your servant. They are there to serve you. And they work very hard at what they do. 
and it's not easy catering to people, all different types of people. So please note that their job is not easy at all. And please remember to thank them for their time and their service. You've gone through all of that and now your meal is done and you're ready to leave. The host will indicate when it's done. When you have finished eating your food, please, by all means, put your utensils in the V form on the plate, or you can put them parallel next to each other on the plate. The wait staff, they already know what that means, and they will come and they will collect your plate from you, but they would also ask as well, are you done? And you will let them know yes or no. Um, you can put your napkin in the plate at that time if you're completely done. Uh, if you see that the host has placed her napkin on the table, that means that that concludes that event, and it's time for you to get the stepping to move on out. And then you just kind of say your goodbyes, thank everyone. And, you know, if you want to get numbers, um, ask people if it's okay to take pictures. Always ask. When you are at the table, please ask if you're going to do something of that nature. If you're going to take pictures of the food, if you're going to take pictures of the people at the table, ask if it's okay. Because not everyone wants to be included in a photograph. And you just have to ask. And that makes it simple and no one's feelings are hurt or if you post a picture and and they didn't look the way they wanted to look and they're in the picture and they just didn't want to be in the picture you won't have any negative backlash from that kind of situation you know it's about making life fun and easy for everyone involved at the table you say goodbye to your host you go on about your merry way that's the end of the uh, situation for you now others may have a different take on what happens at the table. I'm just giving you the the basic foundation so you know how to conduct yourselves and how to operate when you're sitting at a table amongst friends or even strangers. You didn't hear me mention the whole thing about elbows off the table because if you don't know by now to keep your elbows off the table, then um, we got to start over from scratch with you with the basic basics, but you're not five years old. You're a grown individual and you already know some of the finer points of etiquette just based on you just being in the world today. So just brush off what you learned, brush off what your parents, your grandparents and other family members and friends who are elders told you to do. And just remember that when you're out amongst colleagues and and friends and people that have invited you to be part of their circle, remember those things because you want to come back again. You want to be able to advance yourself because that's what it's all about. Making yourself suitable to be around other people in society without offending them. Etiquette, civility, and manners gives you just what you need to do that. So we're going to conclude the show now and we're going to come back next week when we're going to talk about technology and etiquette. How do we mesh the two of them together and make it work? Because That is just such a sticky wicket, as they say. And we need to discuss that because there are so many flaws in the way that we communicate with each other nowadays because of social media, because of electronic devices. And we really just have to get an understanding because they're not going anywhere. So we need to understand how to make them work in our lives today. Please join me next week where we discuss that. And that will be lesson number five. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be done because each time I do a show and I give you a lesson, I realize there's something else that I need to explain to you. 
and always remember that etiquette is essential. It really is. It helps so much. I want to thank you for being loyal listeners. I greatly appreciate all that you do. I appreciate you reaching out to me and letting me know that you're listening to the show, as well as asking me questions and making suggestions and comments. I greatly appreciate that. I I say it so many times because I really do from the bottom of my heart. And I'll continue doing this because, like I said, etiquette is essential. So please, I will see you again. I will be with you again next week. Be well. Take care of yourself. Remember, always look a person in the eye when you're having a conversation. Sit up straight, not only because your posture needs that, but your body organs, they need to be able to work properly. And by you sitting up straight, you give them the opportunity to do so. And if you're going to be seated for long periods of time, please take a moment, get up, walk around and sit down because sitting is the new smoking. God bless. Be well. Goodbye.